Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Balanced Life Podcast. Thanks for joining me for another week. I'm Justin Tillman, your host and coach with Balanced Coaching and Consulting, and I'm so grateful that you're here this morning or afternoon or whenever you're listening today. So this week, we're going to talk about positive psychology, and I've mentioned this before, but positive psychology is different than positive thinking, and we're going to dive in today to what exactly is positive psychology, what, um, how can you cultivate positive psychology in your life, what are the benefits of it, and how is it different than just thinking happy thoughts. So here we go. So have you ever wondered why some people just seem to radiate positivity and, and happiness while other folks seem to struggle? And uh, they can't find joy and contentment in their lives. So, well, the answer might lie in positive psychology, which is the scientific study of human flourishing and the factors that contribute to that flourishing and a fulfilling and meaningful life. So positive psychology focuses on the positive aspects of life, like happiness and gratitude and hope and resilience and, and how all these things can be cultivated and strengthened in your life. It aims to help individuals cultivate their strengths. Uh, remember the growth mindset we talked about before, and develop habits that promote well-being and happiness. Um, and so it is focused on joy and cultivating joy in your life. And you can do that. I don't know if you ever thought about that, but you can do that. Uh, one of the things that we'll talk about today is you have a lot more control over your emotions than you think you do. And that might be something you've never thought about before, but I want you to think about that. You have a lot more control over your emotions than you think you do. And positive psychology can help with that. So uh, here are some of the principles of positive psychology and how they apply to your life. So first of all, the principle of gratitude. And that's the practice of just focusing on the things in your life that you're thankful for and then expressing appreciation for them. So do that this morning. Wherever you're at, if you're listening, as long as you're not driving, I encourage you, hit pause, grab a piece of paper, and write down three things that you are grateful for, specific things, not just, well, I'm grateful for a good day. Write down three things that you're grateful for and be very specific about it. And research has shown that you can cultivate gratitude, and when you do this, you uh, develop greater happiness, you have improved relationships, and an improved sense of well-being. And so, like I said, something as simple as keeping a gratitude journal where you just write down those things you're grateful for each day and be specific can go a long way in developing gratitude in your life, which will promote happiness and a general sense of well-being. So why not try that? That's super simple. Why not give that a shot? I can tell you it works. I've done it. Um, I don't do it as often as I should, but I've done it. And when I have done it, it reframes and refocuses your mind on things that you are grateful for and develops a, a deeper sense of happiness. Mindfulness, you've heard me say mindfulness probably a thousand times already, and you're probably like, hey, Justin, stop talking about mindfulness. But I talk about it because it's helpful. So mindfulness is just simply being present and fully engaged in the moment. And research has shown that mindfulness can lead to increased happiness, and it can reduce your stress. And it can improve your physical health. Who doesn't want those things? 
who doesn't want less stress in their life? I know I do. I could use that. Um, so to incorporate mindfulness into your daily life, just, just set aside time each day to meditate and be present in the moment. And when I say meditate, I don't necessarily mean you got to sit down, cross your legs in what they call lotus position or whatever it's called, um, and empty your mind. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying sit down, find a comfortable chair. It could be sitting down on the floor. It could be laying down and just being mindful, taking time to pause and to breathe and to focus on your breathing and to focus on your thoughts um, and to evaluate them and then just be present in the moment. Feel every sensation in your body. Feel if you're sitting in a chair, focus your mind on how the chair feels. Um, Focus your mind on how your fingers touching the chair, how that feels. You're focusing on sensations and feelings and really being present in the moment. And that does a lot to calm your mind down. Um, And who doesn't want a calmer mind? So when you practice mindfulness, you're focusing your mind on things other than the stress in your life and the frustration in your life. And you're focusing your mind just on the things that are going on in the present moment. Because what's important is... uh, you know, a lot of the stress we have, I'd venture to say most of the stress, 99% of the stress we have is due to the past or the future. It's not often due to the present moment. It's due to the fact that we are focusing on something that happened in the past or we're focusing on something that's going to occur. And in both those situations, we often remember things a little bit differently than they actually happened or we catastrophize things when we're talking about the future and we think of worst possible scenario and we miss out on living in the present moment and mindfulness helps us to do that. Mindfulness helps us to go with what is actually real and existing right now because the past doesn't exist anymore. It's just a memory at this point and the future doesn't exist yet. It hasn't happened. So when you allow stress to latch onto things in the past or the future, That's the problem. You're allowing something that doesn't exist anymore or doesn't exist yet to control how you're feeling in this moment right now. And I hope me saying that out loud helps you go, yeah, that's a little crazy. It did for me. To hear somebody say that out loud made me go, huh, yeah, that's crazy. Why would I do that? So mindfulness can help you do that or help you stop doing that. Next, positive emotions like joy and happiness and excitement. Uh, those have been shown to obviously have a positive impact on your well-being. Those moments where you've been joyful or happy or excited, you've probably been less stressed out uh, or at least negatively stressed. You've been less anxious. And so you can, you can cultivate these positive emotions like joy and happiness and excitement by engaging in activities that bring you joy and excitement like hobbies or exercises or, or spending time with loved ones. Um, and that's what I was getting at earlier that you have a lot more control over your emotions and your feelings than you think you do. A lot of times we feel like we're at the mercy of our emotions, the mercy of our feelings, and that's not necessarily true. Um, I think too often we have allowed ourselves to be passive and made to believe that, well, I have no control over how I feel, Um, I have no control over my thoughts, Um, And to an extent, you don't have control over your thoughts. Like, um, you can't control what pops into your head at a particular moment. Like, like for example, right now, I'm going to make you think of something. I want you to do whatever you can right now to not think about a purple elephant. All right, what are you thinking about? You're probably thinking about a purple elephant. So see, you have 
very little control over the thoughts that pop into your head. But you do have control over what you do with those thoughts and the meaning that you assign to those thoughts. And so, if you have felt joy before, if you've been happy before, think back to what was I doing when I was feeling happy and joyful uh, and excited? And do more of that stuff. Yeah, it's that simple. Do more of that stuff. And you'll cultivate joy and happiness and excitement. So if you know there are certain things in your life that bring you joy, that make you excited, that make you happy, do more of those things. Find time in your schedule. Make time in your schedule to do more of those things so that you can cultivate things like joy and happiness and excitement. And positive psychology is also big on resilience. And so resilience is the ability to bounce back from setbacks and challenges, and it's essential to a fulfilling and meaningful life. And, and research has shown that resilience can be developed and strengthened through these things we've already talked about, mindfulness and gratitude and focusing on things that bring you joy. And resilience is really neat uh, in that you can build up resilience. And so the more you focus on things that bring you joy and happiness and things that... Um, lessen your stress, the more you cultivate these things, practice gratitude, the more you do that, you're actually building up resilience. And so when something happens, which inevitably it's going to happen, this is not pie in the sky stuff that life's always going to be rainbows and sunshine, but when something bad happens, because you've built up this reservoir of um, joy and happiness and gratitude, you fall down on a, almost like you're building a pillow. And so you still are going to go through these things. You're still going to have difficult times in life. But because you've practiced these things, you build up resilience. And so when you hit that spot where it knocks you down, you fall onto this more gentle pillow of resilience that you've built up, uh, which is softer than it would be had you not done anything, had you not cultivated joy or gratitude or happiness in your life, you'd be falling on a lot harder surface than you're falling on because you've built up these things in your life. And I hope that makes sense. What I'm trying to say here uh, is that, um, again, you're building up resilience. So by practicing these things, you're creating this space for you to um, land gently when bad things happen or difficult things happen in your life. And again, it's, this is not going to stop those things from happening. And I'm not saying, you know, when something bad happens, you can't ever feel bad. There's a time and a place for negative emotions. What I'm saying is you can build up and practice things that drive positive emotions. And by doing so, build up resilience and store up for a rainy day some, um, some resilience for when those bad things happen or when those difficult times come. Next, positive relationships. So positive relationships with family and friends and partners are key to a happy and fulfilling life. Uh, research, again, has shown that strong social connections can improve mental and physical health and increase our overall happiness. So to cultivate positive relationships, try spending quality time with people you love and express appreciation and gratitude for them and engage in activities, again, that bring you joy and fulfillment. Try to build up positivity in your life. That's positive psychology. Again, it just boils down to think about the things that bring you positive emotions, that bring you joy and happiness and excitement and gratitude, 
and practice more of that stuff. Do more of it, and you'll build up more of it. One of the reasons you may be so anxious all the time is because you've allowed things that drive you crazy and make you anxious. You've practiced more of that, or you've not, you've not been mindful of it, and you've allowed your emotions to run your life. And that's not how it's supposed to be. That's not how we were designed. And so um, we're designed to be social beings. Um, God made us that way. And so you get greater joy and happiness by cultivating those positive relationships in your life. And so these principles that I've talked about this morning can help you cultivate joy and well-being and a sense of fulfillment in life. And so by focusing on these things, you can develop habits that will promote well-being. So you start doing this gratitude thing, and you do it long enough, you're going to develop a habit of gratitude. And so you're going to naturally be grateful for things because you've developed that muscle. You've strengthened that muscle. You've developed that habit. The same goes for everything we've talked about already today. If you practice these things, you're going to build up these muscles of positivity that are going to make you a more positive person and going to build up resilience so that when like I said, bad things or difficult things inevitably happen, you're going to have this um, positivity or this, this bank, this bank to fall back on and to draw from that you wouldn't otherwise have. So what's the difference between positive psychology and just positive thinking? Because, you know, you may be saying, Justin, this just sounds like positive thinking, and I don't think that works. So, there are two concepts that are often used interchangeably, positive psychology and positive thinking, but they're actually really distinct. And, and they both approach, um, or they both, both of the approaches offer insights into how to cultivate a more positive, fulfilling life, but it's important that we know the difference between them. So positive psychology is a branch of psychology that actually focuses on the study of positive emotions, strengths, virtues, and how they contribute to your well-being and your happiness. And so with positive psychology, we're seeking to understand what makes life worth living, and then how do you cultivate a sense of meaning and purpose, and we're approaching it from a scientific standpoint. And so that's why I appreciate positive psychology so much, because it's not just pie in the sky, feel better, think better type stuff. It's, it's scientific approaches to, hey, if you do these things, scientifically proven, research shows you'll feel better. So do it. That's positive psychology. On the other hand, positive thinking is more of a mindset that involves focusing on positive aspects of your life and, and just choosing to be optimistic, um, choosing to focus on good things in life and adopt a more optimistic outlook and hopeful outlook. And so positive thinking isn't bad, um, but I appreciate more the positive psychology aspect because just the way I'm wired is to be more research-focused. And so the positive psychology aspect brings in some of the things of positive thinking, but it also has the research to back it up. Um, so that's why I appreciate it. So some of the key differences is the focus. Positive psychology focuses on the study of positive emotions and how they contribute to your well-being. And positive thinking focuses on just this, this mindset of, of, of a more optimistic outlook. I've said this already, but positive psychology is, is based in science. It's a scientific discipline. Uh, there's empirical research, there's rigorous methodologies that go along with it. Positive thinking is not so much based on scientific research, but on personal experience. And again, it's not bad. I just, for me, I lean more towards the positive psychology side of things. And then there's an emphasis on strength and virtues in positive psychology. Positive psychology 
uh, works on identifying and cultivating strengths and virtues and how you can use them to enhance your well-being. And positive thinking is more focused on the power of positive thoughts and optimism and not so much on, on strengths and, and virtues. And then there's a little bit of difference in the approach to challenges. Positive psychology recognizes that challenges and difficulties are a natural part of life and teaches that the key to overcoming them is to develop resilience and cultivate a growth mindset. You've heard that word before. Uh, positive thinking, on the other hand, teaches that challenges can be overcome just through positive thoughts and optimism and puts a strong emphasis on, on positive uh, thinking, positive thoughts. So again, it's not bad per se. I just I find positive psychology to be a better approach because of the empirical uh, basis to it and the, the research that goes on behind it. So again, there are two different and distinct approaches to life. There are different benefits. Positive psychology, if you're more scientific-minded, evidence-based, you're going to go with that. Um, positive thinking is much more of a experiential or personal understanding of the power of positive thoughts. And so it's you can focus on whichever one you want to. But uh, again, if you're asking my opinion, positive psychology has a little bit better um, slant to it because of the research focus behind it. So that's today's topic, positive psychology. Again, if you're like, well, Justin, what's the key takeaway? Well, here's the key takeaway. You have much more control over your feelings and your emotions than you think you do. And so you can drive your emotions. You can drive your feelings. And they're meant to be at the back of the train of your life. They're not supposed to be the engine driving the train. You don't want to be driven by emotion and feeling. Instead, they should be the caboose that come along because of these other things you're doing in your life. So if you want more joy, if you want more happiness in your life, regardless of your circumstances, take time today to think about what brings me joy, what brings me happiness. What are some things that I've done in the past that have made me joyful, that have made me happy, made me feel good about myself, and practice more of those things. Do more of them. That's the key takeaway for today. If you do that, you'll develop these habits of joy and gratitude and happiness. And again, it doesn't mean that things are going to be great. It doesn't mean that life is never going to go sour on you. But it does mean that you're going to be an overall more positive person. And um, you're going to have more resilience. So uh, I want to start something new with you all starting this week. And so I'm going to uh, try to end every um, podcast episode with some coaching questions just to get you thinking. Um, I'm, I'm a coach, life coach. Um, and so that's what I do is get you thinking. And so I want to start doing more of that. And so if you will entertain me uh, at the end of each episode, I want to start doing that. So today's going to be the first day. And so here are a couple things I want you to think about and ask yourself uh, today or over the, the next couple of days, I want you to make a list of all the goals you have right now. And then I want you to think about this. So here's a, here's a couple questions to think through. Which one of those goals, if you focused on it, to the exclusion of every other goal on your list, would be most likely that you'd achieve over all the others? So make a list of all the goals you have right now. And which goal, if you focused on it, to the exclusion of all the other ones, would you be most likely to achieve? And once you've got that, this is the next question I want you to ask. 
what are you going to do? What will you do to ensure that you make this happen, this goal happen, no matter what? What will you do to ensure that you make this goal happen, no matter what? And the next thing is this. What are you willing to sacrifice to achieve that goal? It's obviously a goal you have. What are you willing to sacrifice to achieve it? And another question that we don't often think about, what are you not willing to sacrifice? And then the last thing I want you to think about, what are three reasons to achieve that goal and what are three impacts it would have on your life if you did? So that's what I want you to think about this week. And I'd love for you to email me the answers to those questions. Justin at balancedcc.com. And if you take time this week to think through those questions, I'd love to know your answers. And I'd also like to do this. I'd like to invite you to a one-hour coaching session, uh, a one-hour experience of what it's like to be coached. Uh, it's my invitation to you. It's my gift to you. Um, if you're interested in that, it's free. I'm not going to charge you anything for it. Uh, it is my gift, my invitation to a one-hour experience of coaching. If that's something you'd be interested in, email me at justin at balancedcc.com, and we'll get that set up. But I'd love for you, and I've talked about coaching so much already, I'd love for you to experience what coaching is because it's, it's hard to explain it. You really have to experience it. That's, coaching is an experience. It's not so much a, uh, a scientific thing. It's, 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 a, it's an experience. And so I invite you to a one-hour coaching experience. Um, all you got to do is email me, justin at balancedcc.com, and we'll get that lined up for you. But anyway, I hope you all have a great week. Uh, keep living that balanced life. Keep seeking out God's best for you. And I look forward to talking to you again next week.